Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Yud, Shimu Es Hadavar Asher Diber Hashem Aleichem. So today we are going to take a deep dive into one of the most puzzling phenomenon, inexplicable chapters in our history that runs throughout our history, and that is the concept of Avodah Zarah, idol worship. How did this occur? How did a nation with superior intelligence, with a legal system, with one who had the Sanhedrin and had the Beis HaMikdash and had Chazal and had a system of learning and had seen the wondrous miracles of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, how were they intellectually lulled into thinking that carving a piece of wood or etching a stone would make a representation of a god that they could worship and get all their requests, all their trilos answered, and not go through the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It is a tremendous mystery. It does not make logical sense. The starting point would be the Rambam's Hilchos Avodazara, Perik Aleph. We don't have time to delve into it deeply today, but it's something we've got to do sooner or later, a thorough examination of the history of Avodah Zarah. Basically, the Rambam says that in the times of Enoch, Enoch was the son of Adam, they made a miscalculation. We saw that the Kaddish Baruch Hu, in the process of creation, created suns, stars, constellations, moon, etc., and we made the decision, or we were advised, that these are representatives of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. They are like ambassadors of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, these constellations. And like one gave covet to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Kaddish Baruch Hu would want you to give covet to his creations, to his constellations. That, says the Rambam, was the start of a slippery slope. Because gradually, the constellation became the bigger part of the worship, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu himself was gradually pushed out. So what began as sort of a way to give covet to the acknowledged creator soon became the vehicle for pushing the creator out and supplanting him with these constellations, sun, moon, stars. And then what happened is rather than worship the constellations themselves, they would create replicas. They would create carvings that represented these suns and moons and gods and stars and carry them around with them. It didn't make sense. A person could take a piece of wood, carve the wood, dress it up, with turquoise, with gold, coated, and this would be his representation. This would be the vehicle to which he prayed. It doesn't make sense. You know that you're carving a piece of wood. You're hewing out a piece of stone. 
how could that have any power? It doesn't talk, it doesn't walk, it doesn't speak, etc. How could you be gulled into thinking this is the Kaddish Baruch Hu? So, we begin Listen to this, O children of Israel. Don't learn from the ways of the Goyim, of the other nations. And from these signs from the skies, don't be frightened. Yes, the Goyim are frightened of them. The Goyim ascribe great powers to them. You know better. These practices of the Goyim are hevel. Hevel in its best description is foolish. It is total foolishness. He eats me are you saying that a piece of wood that you've carved out, a craftsman has carved out, that is what representational of, of the Kaddish Baruch Hu? That someone takes a sculpted piece of wood and that's your God? Bekesef ubezahav yafehu, and so you cover it with gold and silver, you adorn it, but masmeros, you hammer nails into that piece of wood, you strengthen it um, with a steel and nails so that it won't fall apart. It won't break. And now whatever you do, you put it into your knapsack and that's your God. It's stupid. Kitomar miksha hema below yidaberu no so kilo yitzadu. That what happens is it's it's a, a palm tree. You've taken a palm tree, you've beaten it, it uh, doesn't speak, you've shaped it, uh, they don't walk. Don't fear them. They can't do harm. At the same time, kilo kilo at the same time, the gamhetev enosam. They can't do you any good. Because think about it, logic it. Me'en kamocha Hashem godol atah begadol shimcha bigvula. There's no one like you, the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You are the creator. You are the one who created heavens and earth. How could something that you created be something man now worships instead of you? It makes absolute no logic. Who cannot see and say, you are the creator? Who would not fear <coughs> excuse me, the kingship that befits you? Um... It's known worldwide. There is nothing like you. And they are at the same time foolish and stupid. They are vain idols from which they are designed. They are inarticulate 
pieces of wood. And yes, no one denies you dress them up and put a lot of effort into it. In other words, here's the process. You bring uh, silver from Tarshish, the finest silver, and gold from Ufam. And you, you dress them, you dress them up. You hire the craftsmen, the best craftsmen you money can buy. You dress them in, in turquoise and purple. They are the work of undeniably brilliant craftsmen who have dressed them up. But stop, think. What are they? Two minutes ago, you carved them out of wood, and now you're revering them as the god of your destiny? Vashem Elohim emes hu Elohim chayim, umelech olam mechzafo, tirash ha'oretz velo goyim zamo. The gods that you worship, they did not make the heaven and the earth, God made the heaven and the earth. He made the noise, the heavens, the earthquake. The Goyim are, cannot create that kind of thing. And with it, he will create the anger. And therefore, the gods who did not make the heavens and the earth will shake and they will vanish from the heavens and the earth. They will vanish from the gods. Kedina Tamrun Lahom, the gods who did not make the heavens and the earth, Dishmaya Ba'erkolo Avadu, they will vanish, Me'ara Behin Sahoshmaya Ela, and will disappear. The Mephoshim say the reason this Pasuk, among others, appears in Aramaic is that it is a letter, as it was, that Yermio wrote to the Babylonians warning them what was to befall them. And so it was phrased in Babylonian. I say Eretz Bekocho Mechin Tevel Bechachmosel Uvesnuvas Notoshamayim. That contemplate one who made the earth with his strength, he made the uh, world in his wisdom, Ubitsnuva Nato Shamaim and Shamaim with his ultimate uh, intelligence. Lakol Tito Hamon Mayim Bishamayim. He created the waters of the heaven, Vayalanasiyim Mikseha Ores, Barakim Lamata, lightning, thunder, Bayotse Ruach Mearsosov. He is the one that creates the winds that blow, the hurricanes, the the earthquakes. Nivar kol adam midas hevish kol sorev mi pesel. Every man is bereft of wisdom, and every smith, every craftsman, is shamed by his graven image, for his molten idol is false. He knows it, and he knows there's no life in him below ruach bam. So why this obsession? Why does he worship them? Hevel Hema Maset Tatuim. They are vanity. They're a work of, of deception. And when they are dealt with, when the time comes, Yovadu, 
they will perish, they will be lost. Lo ke'ele chelek Yaakov. You cannot compare this to the chelek, the portion of Yaakov. Ki yotzer hakolhu Yisrael. He is the molder of everything. And Israel is the tribe that is his heritage. It is carries his name. So now, the Kaddish Baruch Hu tries once again to reason. As we've said, it's inexplicable. How does man delude himself into thinking this? In Yirtashem, we will get a stronger grip on this tomorrow, 845. And at the same time, I would like to expand more into Rambam's Avodah Zorah, because the history of how this developed is fascinating. And how we got out of it is, again, without logic. So 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, we will continue in this vein. Ad time.